I think you have to do it in steps. You need to break it down a little bit. Um, maybe just get them to stand on the, on the tailgate for a little bit. And then lots of treats and lots of pats. <laughs> and lots of encouragement like you do. Lots of talking to them. Um, I don't know. I think that it's... Uh, well, I find... To be honest, I find dressage very hard to enjoy. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know what they're doing half the time. Uh, I don't know. I think that it's... Uh, well, I find... To be honest, I find dressage very hard to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know what they're doing half the time. Welcome to the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast, a source for riding and training insights with the goal of helping your horse be a happy, light and willing partner. I'm your host, Amalia Dempsey, a mainstream equestrian rider who discovered natural horsemanship, and now I help riders like you achieve connection and communication, so you can have more fun and fulfillment whilst prioritising partnership with your horse. Want to find out my horse training philosophy? Access the free connection and communication mini course at AmaliaDempsey.com. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. Welcome to episode 18 of the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast. In this episode, we speak with the official non-horsey husband, otherwise known as Daniel Dempsey. Yes, he is my husband. He is my number one supporter and my number one love and life, second to the horses, of course, only joking. Um, And he became the non-horsey husband. Well, first he was a non-horsey boyfriend before he upgraded to husband um, because he would say these most hilarious things when it comes to horse conversation and there's a whole story highlight on my Instagram if you want to check out all the funny things that he said over the years so like for example watching the dressage Olympics last night he he just like in the background comes along and looks at the at the computer screen with the dressage going on and he's like oh wow that horse has spit all over him like just points out the most random things when it comes to horses I don't know if your non-horsey significant other does the same but I think it's hilarious so I thought it would be really fun to interview him because surprisingly he actually comes up with some really cool common sense insights into horse training and admittedly sometimes when I'm stuck I do ask for his opinion. I think we can be so clouded by what we've been conditioned to think and believe when it comes to horse training. And often non-horsey people outside of this bubble have some really interesting ideas to bring to the table because they're not clouded by those preconceived ideas that all of us have been brought up with. So I put it out to Instagram and some of my friends submitted questions to ask him. So I will ask him those in today's interview. Now, I definitely did not give him any of the answers in advance. So I just want to let you know that I was really shocked as to uh, how much he actually knew about horses and training. I was really surprised. So it sounds like he's actually quite horsey. Um, So we sat down with a glass of red each and we had a brief chat about horses. I hope you get a laugh out of this episode and maybe even some horsemanship insights. Welcome non-horsey husband Daniel to the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast. I've been really excited to have you on the podcast. We've had a lot of requests for you. You're one of the most highly requested people on the podcast. So thanks again for being here tonight. You're welcome. I'm very shocked to hear that actually. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, I've prepared a whole heap of questions for you. We're going to be asking you some of the standard questions that we ask all of the guests on the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast. I've also had some people request some questions specifically for you. So I've put them on the list. So what we'll do is we'll jump straight into the interview. And the first question that I ask everyone is, can you tell us about your experience with horses, your horsemanship journey to date, and what has led to where you are today? Um, well, what has led to it was about nine and a half years ago when we started dating. <laughs> My experiences with horses before that would be uh, on the TAB. And I've ridden one horse. So I think the TAB might be something different in overseas countries, but that's basically like a, a like a betting horse racing. Watching, horse, watching racing. horse racing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that that's all your experience. Have you ever ridden a horse though? One horse. Tell us about that. Uh, well, the horse was your old horse, Gally, and I rode that horse. I got on the horse from the mounting block. Um, I followed you into the arena. And we walked around the arena once, and then... You did a trot. And then, yeah, then Gally trotted around the arena once. <laughs> then she walked straight out of the arena. Hey, it was hey. <laughs> he walked straight out of the arena, straight back to the mounting block, and told me to get off. <laughs> that, 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 did, <laughs> that did happen. It was a very funny moment. <laughs> okay, um, so that's your complete horse journey that's what's led to where you are today yes and i feed your horses carrots and get them to smile yes you do (laughs) okay how would you describe what i do with my horses how would i describe it um you know like if people ask you oh what does your what does your wife do does she jump or does she race (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't race (laughs) um well i've seen you do jumping and i've seen you do dressage but I know that's not your main focus now. I know it's more uh, horsemanship and training your horses in a way that your horses gain trust for you and you get them to do cool things like go and float backwards and, <laughs> and smile and, I don't know, give them scratches. Yeah. It's <laughs> but more... I, know, I know it's very different what you do now than what, it, what you did do. Yeah. Okay, can you tell us who is your favourite horse out of my horses and why? Your favourite? No, your favourite. Oh, my favourite? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll have to say Oscar. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't know, just because he's been around for the longest, I think. Yeah. And um, we've got a bit of a connection, me and Oscar. <laughs> How? <laughs> I don't know, he always comes up to me. Yeah. Always likes to pat. He always smiles for you. He does, yeah. <laughs> okay, and what's your favourite horse sport? Um, horse racing. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. But what about equestrian sports? Equestrian sports. I think the show jumping. Mm-hmm. The, what is it, the one we watched? The long jeans? Yes, the long jeans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think that it's, uh, well, I find, to be honest, I find dressage very hard to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I don't know what they're doing half the time. It doesn't make much sense to me, which is fine because I obviously don't follow it. But I think the um, the show jumping, you can actually, you know, after watching a couple, you can sort of know which jumps they're going to next. And then also if there's, what do they do, a showdown, is it? Right at the end, if there's two. The jump off. The jump off. <laughs> if they have a jump off, I think that's exciting as well. We've got some great non-horsey husband <laughs> material in this podcast. So I'm glad I'm recording this. 
Okay. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've seen me do with the horses? Mm. <laughs> um, the weirdest thing. There's been lots. I know that. Like what? I'm just trying to think now. <laughs> I know. I just know that I've watched you doing that and just think, what are you doing? <laughs> but the weirdest thing. Um, I think putting the horse onto the float backwards was pretty weird. Yeah, but... I know you're doing it for a reason, but I thought it was very strange. <laughs> um, <laughs> teaching horses to smile was pretty weird, but I really like it. <laughs> uh, oh, letting Soraya inside the house. That was the weirdest thing you've done with a horse. <laughs> you weren't there though, were you? No, I was. Oh. She was like slipping on the on the um, final oh, floors. <laughs> it was a bit slippery. Um, <laughs> what about lying down with them? Isn't that weird? Is that weird to um, see? Or you've not really seen... Have you seen me do that? No, I've seen you do that. I thought the weirdest thing I've seen on a horse was um, Jamie lie down on a horse reading a book with her dog next to her on the side of the road. Oh, yes. That was the weirdest <laughs> thing I've seen on a horse. Shout out to JL Equine. <laughs> yeah, she's she's pretty awesome, though. She's one of the people that got me into natural horsemanship in the first place. So, yeah. But that that's, would be pretty weird for most people to see, it I would strange. say. Yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> normal <impressive>. now. <laughs> Um, and what is my goal with horses? Um, I don't know, just to be the best horse trainer you can be with them. What about something to do with riding them riderless? Oh, yes, that's right. Was it a dress, a Grand Prix dressage test yep. riderless? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you would have that one, like, straight off the bat because I always mention it. Yeah. But anyway, this, there's a lot of pressure on you in this podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling the pressure. Okay, so there comes a time in every podcast interview that I do where we talk about controversial questions in horse training. So we've we've um, skipped a few questions and we're just going to jump straight to that with you. So the first one is, what do you think makes a happy horse? Um, being out in a paddock with its friends. Yes. What else? Getting good feed. Hmm. Being trained by a nice person. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty. That's you pretty much nailed that because mm. we talk about them having friends, freedom, and forage. Like oh. that's a bare minimum. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well done. Okay, and what are your thoughts on the bits versus bitless debate? Um, <laughs> I do know that you get your bits fitted for your horses I think is that right I have yes and then you've tried a hundred different types of bits and I know that you say that bits aren't good for horses well some bits aren't and I know you cover yours in licorice to get them in their mouth <laughs> you're giving away all my secrets <laughs> <laughs> oh start charging for that um I don't know I don't know about bit lists. I don't know if it's better probably would be yeah yeah. I'm just guessing though. Yeah, that's all good. Um, and what are your thoughts on positive versus negative reinforcement? Um, well, I don't think negative reinforcement is good for anything. Okay, do you want me to explain what those things are first? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> so positive reinforcement is when you add something that the horse likes to increase a behavior. So that would be like when I teach the horses how to smile, they get a treat, right? They're doing the smile for the treat. Yeah. But negative reinforcement is when you take, take away something aversive to increase the behavior. So that's like when you, like to, just to really simplify it, like if a horse is galloping and you pull on the reins and they stop, then you stop pulling on the reins. So it takes away the pressure of the reins. 
Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, somewhat. So it's a scientific term. So positive okay. means you're adding something, negative means you're taking away something. All right. Well, I really don't know. So we'll okay. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. We're going to do a true or false section now. And some of my friends on Instagram have helped me out with this section. So to start off with, NZ Mares um, has suggested this true or false. So true or false, boy horses get their willy cleaned regularly because they can get large beans in their bits. True. Yes, well done. Have I told you that? I know that because of Oscar. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) True or false, people put makeup on their horses. True. Well, how do you know that? Because I reckon, um, I reckon we've spoken about that when it comes to dressage because I have always said, why do you have to braid the horse's oh, yes. hair and why do the patterns on its bum go different ways? Yeah. <laughs> and also, why do they paint their socks? Yeah, yeah. And you've actually said that before, I think. Okay. Makeup, which I yeah. find very strange. I mean, right. previously I have used makeup on the horses, but I just am a bit lazy now, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, this was this one was suggested by my friend Jal on Instagram, aka Grand underscore Jal. So, true or false? The frog is a part of the horse's hoof anatomy and is named that way because it helps the horse jump. True. No, that uh, one's false. Really? Well, part of it's true. Is it the frog true? I think the I've frog heard that part one. is true. Yeah. But it's false that it helps the horse jump. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, well, it's part of the anatomy, so I guess it does assist the horse jumping. But it's, so true. No, but it's not named that way because of that. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, another one from NZ Mares. When foals are born, their hooves have weird caps on their hooves with soft tentacles hanging off the bottom, so their amniotic sac will not burst. True or false? Wow, that's a big question. Yeah, so when foals are born, their hooves have weird caps on them with soft tentacles hanging off the bottom, so their amniotic sac will not burst. Tentacles? Yeah, <laughs> true or false? Um, true. Yes, it is, is true. It? Oh, yeah. that was a good guess. Yeah, you're probably thinking that's just such a weird question. Yeah. It's got to be true. Yeah, yeah it is why. true. And I was shocked when I first saw that as well. It's strange. It sounds weird. It looks, looks wrong. It Okay, true or false, a buckskin horse is a type of dappled grey horse. False. Well done. Uh, Was that a guess? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've heard of both of those, but I didn't know what they are. But what's a dappled grey? Uh, that's the acid wash ones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, true or false, a girthy horse describes a horse who is sensitive around their sheath. What's a sheath? It's like their their genital area. Oh, okay, I'm gonna go with false. Yes. What What do you think a girthy horse means? It's like when the horses eat too much of that rambo, they get big fat. <laughs> no, it's oh. like you know how you put a girth on the horse to hold the saddle in place. Yeah. So the a horse that's girthy means that they get a little bit cranky when you do the girth up. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very close, was it? No, but anyway. You might get this one. True or false? Australia won three consecutive Olympic gold medals in team eventing, which is the only time it has ever been achieved. True or false? Barcelona, Athens, and Sydney. Wow. 92, 96, and 2000. I'm impressed, but I'm not 100% sure on the dates. It is. It definitely is? Yeah. Barcelona. Athens. 
Was, Atlanta, no, no, Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah, because yeah. yeah. that's what I was like. I was sure Atlanta yeah. was in there. I, I yeah, think there before, wasn't well yeah. done. Very. I heard that on the Olympic can you name any of the athletes? Oh, you heard it today. Yeah. Can you name any of the athletes? Um. Oh, isn't there one that lives around the corner? Uh, Megan, no, is it Megan Jones? Is it M- Megan Jones has competed in the Olympics with a silver medal, but you're thinking of Gillian Rolton, who's passed away. Now. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah, she was in one of maybe one or two of those teams. Yeah, don't quote me on that. <laughs> I don't know any others. Andrew Hoy. Oh, yeah, but anyway, right. um, which one's he? Uh, you would have seen, or oh, maybe you wouldn't have seen him yet because the eventing in the Olympics hasn't been on yet. But he's the one that's been to eight. This is his eighth. Oh, Olympic he's games. he's like the poster guy for the Australian teams, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen his pictures on the TV. Okay, um, now this one is multiple choice. Another one from Ended Mares. Fleming is a when a horse coughs. B, when a horse lifts their upper lip, or C, a polite name for horse farts. <laughs> I don't think it's when it's coughs, um, and I don't think it's when it's farts, so we'll go with B. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so that's actually the technical name for when a horse smiles. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. The term travers is A, a big mountain riding trail, B, a dressage movement, or C, the name of a famous show jumping gelding. Uh, Traverse, it's spelled Traverse. Okay. Um, I don't know. A. A. No, it's B. No, is it? It's a... I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I reckon I've heard that. Traverse is like when you are riding down the side of the arena, but the horse's bottom is a little bit more inwards and they're bent in that direction. Okay. Does that make any sense to you? (laughs) Okay, we're going to move into a pop quiz now to further test your knowledge in horses. Can you tell us what is a pommel? No. (laughs) (laughs) Take a wild guess. A pommel? Something to do with horses. Something to do with equipment with horses. A pole. Um, I don't know, something you scratch it with? No, it's like the front of the saddle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, what is a flank? A flake. flank. Flank. F L A N K. Flank. <laughs> I don't know. Off the side of the horse. Yes, yeah. basically. <laughs> it's like, it's sort of, yeah, it is the side of the horse near their rump, like where it's a little bit hollow. Yeah, it's a, it describes a part of the horse. Like if you see this horse here, it's like that part there. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. What type of equipment does a loose ring, double jointed, comfort barrel describe? A bit. Yes. Was it? Yes. yes. Nice one. Well done. Thank you. you know your bits. Yeah, a little bit. We might have to get. <laughs> we might, good pun. Like it. We might have to get Bitbank to sponsor this episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is a good dressage score? Um, depends. Is like when you're riding or in the Olympics. Oh, thanks, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that your test, that, that a good one for you would be, I think if you got like 71, you'd be happy yeah. with the girls when they first started. But yeah. in the Olympics, I think someone got 85 last night. Yeah. Or maybe a bit more than that. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's a good answer. I'll accept that. Very good. Well done. <laughs> um, what does it mean to be on the right diagonal? Um... I don't know. 
like if you're maybe if you've got the horse on a diagonal and you're sort of facing to the right. <laughs> <laughs> nice guess, but basically uh, it's to do with the rising trot. You know how you go up and down when you're trotting? The rider goes up and down. Yeah, like that one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so when you're on the right diagonal, it means that you're rising with the right diagonal pair of legs, with the correct diagonal pair of legs. Okay. Anyway, I don't think you're ever going to get that one. No. <laughs> what is passage? Oh, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a dressage move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what type of dressage movement uh, is it? I can't, I don't know. It's not walking. No. What? Is it doing circles? No. Oh. <laughs> so it's like a really slow, elevated trot. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> that makes sense. I heard that one. What would be the cue to ask a horse to canter when riding? What would you have to do in your body to ask it to canter? A little kick. With, like, which leg? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Sort of, not really. Okay. <laughs> um, that's all right. I suppose, actually, to be fair, a lot of people have slightly different aids when it comes to the canter, so you, I set yeah, you up to fail there. <laughs> that's how I do it. <laughs> all right, this is one for the eventers. What type of jump is a trachina? Oh, my God. Like, it's a cross-country jump, yeah. but, like, what do you reckon it is? Um, is it the one where there's a brush fence? Nope, try again. Into the water? Nope, try again. Over a stone hedge? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, you, it's, a, it's a jump with a ditch underneath it, but you don't jump into the ditch, you jump over the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. How many human steps makes roughly one horse stride? And we're talking canter strides here. How many steps? Like roughly. Twelve. <laughs> Four. Oh. Yeah. No, that's all good. Uh, how do you measure a horse? Hands. And how many inches is a hand? Uh, um, I really don't know how the whole hand system works. I think it's very strange anyway, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. All right. Well, where do you measure them from? The wither. Well done. Well done. Uh, how many inches to a hand? Maybe six. Four. Four, okay. Yeah, four. Okay, uh, what does it mean to work with a horse at liberty? Um, it means that it doesn't have... I'm pretty sure that means that you're not using reins or anything, doesn't it? It just means that the horse is just by itself with nothing else on. Yeah, well done, well done. Tamara on Instagram, aka timtam.tomato, wants you to tell us what the difference is between a halter and a bridle. Oh, thanks, Tim Tam. Uh, <laughs> a bridle. Oh, a bridle. That's a sparkly bit on top of his head. <laughs> That's a brown man. Oh. Close. Close. All right. Can you tell us the difference? About the what? Between a bridle and a halter. Um, you should know halter, this well, being a bit expert. We, isn't the halter the one that we use when we take the horses out of the paddocks? Yes. You put the rope around the head? Yes. That's a rope halter, yes, okay. correct. And the other one, a, a, a bridle. Bridle is that the leather one that you put on when you ride? Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it is. It's the one that you put the bit on generally, unless you're in a bitless bridle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's complicating things. <laughs> okay. Name one large international show jumping event. 
Well, did we just say it? The yeah. In Hong <laughs> yeah. Kong. Well done. It's a, I think they go all over the world doing mm. it. It's pretty cool. My friend Asia on Instagram, a.k.a. at Wild Hearts Amadeus, who is an aspiring Pirelli professional, would like your opinion on why we use crazy weird objects around horses and why do we play with them on the ground instead of riding? Uh, You use crazy objects to desensitize them. Wow, I'm very impressed. (laughs) So they're not spooky? Yes, good. And why you um, play with them on the ground instead of riding? Yeah. Um, Well, (laughs) I'm pretty sure we just spoke about this as well, didn't we? Yes. (laughs) Have you forgotten already? Yeah, I have. (laughs) Um, You build their trust Mm -hmm. before you get on them. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take that. I think Asia will be happy with that answer. Perfect. Hope she is. Okay, we have a few more listener questions or input from listeners. And this one is actually from my horse's equine dental vet, Simone Herbert. Shout out to Simone. She is an amazing vet who now specializes in dentistry and is an absolute wealth of knowledge. But she also loves golf and so does my non-horsey husband, Daniel. So she has got a little bit of a question for you. And this question combines your love of golf and my love of horses. Simone says, if a putter is like a Shetland pony, then what horse breed would each of the following golf clubs most be like? A driver. In brackets, one would. Whatever the heck that means, I have um, no idea. Glasgow. <laughs> uh, oh, really? So it's like a big, chunky, like, yeah. solid club. It's the big dog. Okay. <laughs> nice. A five iron. A five iron. Um, thoroughbred. So it's, like, really athletic and uh, kind of, like, slim... Sporty, yeah. sporty little number. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah. But still like a bit of grunt behind it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well done. And a pitching wedge. A pitching wedge. All right. Um, I don't know. That's really tough. <laughs> uh, Oscar. Oscar's a thoroughbred. Yeah, but he's a bit soft now. <laughs> Do you only know like two breeds of horse? Nah, there's a, I don't know. There's a few. There's a standard bread, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always thought it was the average. <laughs> what did you say that time? You were like, why would you want to buy a standard bread? Yeah, something like that. I like, know. they just sound very standard. Very <laughs> boring. But they're actually really good horses, so that, yeah, was, a, sure that was a bit judgy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, now we've got some training questions to ask you. My friend Nikki, a.k.a. Nikki's Horsemanship, would like to know if her horse won't go on the trailer or the float, we call them floats in Australia, how do I fix that? Um, I think you have to do it in steps. You need to break it down a little bit. Um, maybe just get them to stand on the, on the tailgate for a little bit and then lots of treats and lots of pats. <laughs> Lots of encouragement, like you do. Lots of talking to them. Okay, so... <laughs> and then uh, I think the next time you might try and just get them on a little bit and then take them off. And then you want to just get them on with some carrots. And... <laughs> so how did you learn that? Hey? Did you, like, watch me or did you, was that a guess? Oh, I just sort of peeked out the window while I was making dinner. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, and what should she do if her horse rears, kicks, or bites? What, um, what advice would you give her or someone who has a horse that's doing that? You're probably doing it incorrectly. Doing what incorrectly? Whatever sort of training you're doing with them because they're probably not enjoying it. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I really like your answers. They're very good. What do you need to keep in mind when buying a saddle? Also another one from Nikki. Stay away from you for a start. Why? You'll get a lot of money out of the bank. <laughs> Saddles are expensive. It's worth the investment. <laughs> um, when you're buying a saddle, I don't know, go and talk to an expert and get it fitted. That's pretty that's solid advice. Yeah, if you're going to spend that much money, you, you want to do that, don't you? Yeah. Same with anything. Yeah, exactly. Good one. What would your top tips be to build trust with your horse? Um... Pat them, scratch them behind the ears, give them carrots, um, walk them around. Anything else? Um, don't yell at them or hit them. Very <laughs> <a> good one. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's my top tips. What do you think makes a good horse trainer and rider? Uh, someone that's calm, someone that is can keep their cool, I think. Yes. Um, you don't want to be like that jockey that punched a horse at Morford. No, Morford. It's a bad look. Yeah, no, nah, you don't want to be doing that <laughs> no. sort of thing. It's not encouraged. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I don't know. Someone that's cool and has the time, I think. Mm. From what I've seen, it takes a lot of time to train horses. I don't think it's something you can just have like a horse in your backyard and then just ride it once a week. No. I just don't think that would work. Yeah. Yeah. What steps do you take to get a horse ready for their first outing? Um, what steps? I'd probably take them to a quiet one first. <laughs> I'm <Yes>. actually super <laughs> impressed. I've learned a lot. <laughs> um, a lot of horse people don't even know this. So, yeah. so probably just somewhere where there's not heaps of horses or where there's enough room where you can park your... Um, your horse float a little bit away from other horses and you just sort of can take them around to the uh, arenas and to the other horses to get them to meet and just have a bit of a look first before you go too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. I like that. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, we have gone through those questions really quick. So we're actually at the end of this interview now. So do you have any sponsors or anyone you would like to mention or thank? whilst we're here on the podcast. Well, I don't have any sponsors, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, no, nah. just thanks to everyone for the questions. It was fun. <laughs> and uh, lastly, what would you like to say to all the other non-horsey husbands out there? Um, take a bit of an interest. Just enough. Just enough so you learn. Just enough to get your bike. What do you mean? <laughs> you've, you've hardly ridden. I asked all the questions, you know. <laughs> No, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really interested in riding, so I don't think you have to be. If you're a husband and you want to ride and you want to learn, then go for it. But, like, I wouldn't force you to play golf, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. Don't force your partner to do it and don't do it if you don't want to. But take an interest because your partner, you want to take an interest in. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And um, just one sneaky little question. Um, so I've been thinking about buying another horse... Here we go. <laughs> um, can we get one? Uh, <laughs> it's not really got anything to do with me, does it? 
Thanks for listening to the Horsemanship Breakthroughs podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode is released. And if you've learned even just one small thing from today's show, I would really appreciate if you could leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions from today's show, suggestions for future episodes, or just want to reach out and say hi, I would love to connect with you on Instagram at Amalia underscore horses. Remember to also register for my free connection and communication mini course at AmaliaDempsey.com.